0: This little
1: light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine Hello, and welcome to Flourish mine, with me, Tiffany Boyd. I'm this is a podcast where we explore what it means to live with intention. This I'm a mom to three beautiful boys, a wife, I'm a friend, an entrepreneur, shine. and so many let other things. When my dad passed, I made a commitment to myself to live with intention. For years afterwards, I struggled with discovering what that meant. I felt uncomfortable giving myself permission, or even figuring out how to honor that. What I do know and believe is that where attention goes, energy flows. This show will explore what it means to live with intention, seek to inspire you, and bring practical tools through stories and interviews that you can use to change your own life. Thank you for joining me and this wonderful community of women as we raise our vibration, honor ourselves, and live intentionally. And welcome back to Flourish, the podcast where we explore what it means to live with intention. And we are back with Emily and her stars. And for one of my favorite episodes every month, the Astrology and Energy Report. So, of course, this month we're looking at October and I just uh, I get excited when Emily is here, and you guys get excited. I think Emily is the guest that I hear the most about between episodes, and I love her, so I'm not surprised that you love her too. Uh, she and I have just connected and chatted and caught up a little bit before jumping on, uh, but we refuse to share either uh, what she has in the astrology or what I have in the card pool. And she's got a great story, so Emily,
0: welcome back! I can't wait to hear your story. Oh, hi, Tiffany. I'm so excited to be here. I don't know why I've been like chomping at the bit to record October. I'm just excited, I think, for, well, for fall and witchy season anyway, but I just have a good feeling about October. So, yay! Yes, I have a, you know, and I feel like September, maybe before we go into October, we should just reflect back a little bit on September. And I think September was a hard month. it was we didn't have major stuff in the stars but it just felt like the continuation of slogging through things
1: yeah it really did and i remember that's exactly what you said when we reflect back there is the the influence I think you said of Neptune and water and slogging through Mm -hmm. and it felt like that and it felt like transition like waiting for something to happen and feeling even almost like a little bit like when is this going to end or when is it going to become definitive or when does the transition end and the new thing start it just felt like fast but slow
0: yes well we've got six planets in retrograde as of today even when we're recording so Oh, so much fun retrograde energy. We'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, and I but think there's Mercury, hope on the horizon. There's hope. Mercury goes soon, right? Tomorrow. Um, it went retrograde Sunday, the twenty. What was that? The twenty. What day are we?
1: Today is the twenty
0: seventh. Seventh. So, so it did it
1: yesterday, the, 26th. Yes. the twenty sixth. It's funny, as I said, Mercury. My computer froze, so that was just Mercury letting itself be known that it is in fact in retrograde in full force. So don't say oh, it's course.
0: happening. It's here. It's here. And it, I feel bad. Cause it's one of those things that like we all dread, but it's mostly because of like the technology issues and the things that force us to slow down instead of saying, how can I live without technology? It's like, no, I need my computer to work when I need it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I mean, for those of us that struggle with technology at the best of times,
1: <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> very aware when Mercury is in retrograde, I can just, well, everything crashes and I'm like, okay, so this is what's happening. <laughs> So do you want to start off with the story that I'm can't wait to hear that I haven't heard yet or do you want to oh. start
0: with the astrology? Let's do astrology because we usually talk cards at the end, right? Yes, let's do cards at the okay, end. Okay, so we'll do cards at the end. Um cuz that'll kind of Button up the whole vibe for October well, I think. But we can start with sort of moving through Libra energy and what that's all about because we sunk pretty hard into the grounding Earth sign of Virgo. And now, since the 22nd, we've moved into Libra, which is air. And it does feel a little bit like we're all on communication overload in some ways. (laughs) So, a few things to note about Libra, right? Libra is the air sign. And it's an interpersonal sign. So it's much more interested in how everyone else is getting along and connecting versus sometimes taking care of themselves. And it's really important to remember that in order to create harmony and balance, you have to sometimes upset the scales in order to make things work. And that can sometimes be hard during Libra season, right? We've just finished Virgo. We've gotten all of these, um, rituals and schedules back in place for back to school. And it's like, no, we need to stick to the schedule. (laughs) We don't want to throw the scales off, but it sometimes has to happen. And another element that comes with that people pleasing angle is that we can sometimes become indecisive and a little bit paralyzed. And so it's important to remember to move forward that no decision is perfect. And we're, we're always held and we're always aligned with the universe. And things will work out, but just to stick with what your intuition and your gut is really telling you. Um, Another thing to keep in mind is that it's the opposite sign of Aries. So where Aries is all about, let's go, you know, throw caution to the wind, let's just do this. Uh, Libra is a little bit more slow and methodical. It likes to think through everything, but that's where some of that indecisiveness can come. So make sure you're feeling kind of your own personal balance between those two signs as well. We do have a full moon in Aries this month, which I think is going to be interesting, right? We're going to have some of that polarity. Mm -hmm. And on top of it, it's going to be a T-square with Pluto. So Pluto is going to be adding in a little extra, like, I don't care if you don't want to change, I'm changing anyway. It's going to force a little bit of volatility, I think. So it's kind of a, a day to keep in mind. You know, if you can help it and stay out of the emergency room, it would be good. <laughs> <laughs> Goals. What day
1: is the full moon this month?
0: The full moon is October the 20th. Okay. And what is the new month? Is it October 6th again? New moon on the 6th it is. And
1: it's in Libra. Wow. Yeah, we talked about, um, I don't even know if it was last month or the month before, but about the scales of Libra. In what will feel like a prolonged mercury retrograde. Yes. And this idea of recalibrating all of that and some of the intuitive hits that I've had around what that might mean this fall, um, you know, they haven't been particularly clear, but more thematic around looking at, you know, disclosure and information that may come to light um, uh, from various governments or, you know, how we choose to look at some of these bigger, you know, what have become more political issues, but around equality. And hopefully I, you know, I'm hoping that as we look at the scales, we start to shift towards, you know, true harmony and true equality and fairness Mm -hmm. and redefine what that looks like. And we're able to inhabit and to move into that. But, since we had that conversation, I think it was two months ago, I've really been stuck on this and it's stuck with me. And I've continued to get little hits and pieces. Um, and that's very much what comes mm-hmm. through to me with respect to that. And it, it is gonna be disruptive because it's change, but I do think it's it's good. It's good change. It's just gonna be hard.
0: Right, and I think it's important to remember so we've had these six planets in retrograde and one by one they're going to start coming out of retrograde in October, which is a beautiful thing. It starts kind of early in the month. The first one that falls out is Pluto on the sixth and it's been in retrograde for five and a half months so we had this forward motion Pluto is all about um, evolution and transformation death and rebirth but in a way that you know death and rebirth so that we can continue to grow. So last year, it was going quite a bit forward, and it did have a retrograde period, but we've had this, it's this two steps forward, three steps back kind of feeling, and so it does feel like we aren't getting anywhere. And now that these planets are going to start dropping out one by one, we're going to finally get that motion, but we also have to then revisit all of the things that we've backtracked. So it's going to take just a little bit of time to get through it, and another thing I wanted to bring up today is that The North Node has been in Gemini now since it was May 5th of 2020, and the North Node directs kind of how we as a collective communicate and what is um, what we're all striving towards. So we've had this period where we're trying to communicate with each other and to share our ideas and almost force our ideas on each other because we believe we're right. The opposite of Gemini is Sagittarius and Sagittarius is all about education and exploration and discovery and learning. And so as Gemini moves, you know, our North Node moves out of Gemini January 18th we're going to be moving into the next sign, but maybe there's also a possibility for us to release some of this tension around science and education and giving each other some some leeway on what our beliefs are. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that.
1: Yeah, that's very consistent with what I've been picking up.
0: I ah, Love it. Um, the next planet that's gonna go, at, well, I should say um, Venus is gonna move into Sagittarius. So that's more of that wonderful energy, right? So our, sort of our collective values are going to shift, we're going to have a desire for adventure and new experiences and practices, it's an ability to really broaden our horizons. And it's really great for Venus to be there, right? That's our values, it's our um, love, our money, what we desire, and to have it in the sign of sort of transformation, but also um, dreams and ideals and wanting to understand. So it's important to soak this up because it's not gonna be back for about 18 months. Oh, wow.
1: And it, would you say that that's more of an opportunity for intention
0: setting or action and results or both? I, I tend to believe Venus is much more, you know, closely personal with yourself. So I would say really good for your intentions, great for manifesting um manifesting trips manifesting continuing education changing your job movement right it's the sign of the arrow so anything you want to take fire with and start new it's great for that okay
1: yeah it's funny that you use the the analogy or the metaphor of an arrow because as you were describing the planets that have many of which have been in retrograde now starting to move back forward The imagery that I got almost is like the arrow has been pulled back and we're going to release and it's like boom, 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 and all of that backwards trajectory where we've been doing the reflection and the work and as you put it, the two steps forward, three steps back is going to be released at that period of time that we've had to do that work. We're setting all that energy forward as the planets move forward that's what came through as you were talking and then you used an arrow analogy so <laughs> but i
0: just share that i love that yeah that's exactly how it feels because see we've got pluto coming out on the sixth and then you turn right around on the 10th and saturn comes out of retrograde and it's you know saturn is the one that likes to oh it's it's responsibility if you will <laughs> And so part of it is it's like we can't, we haven't been able to seem to gain any traction or clarity on our long-term goals and our structures, and not only in our personal life, but as a collective, right? Everything's just been stalled. So hopefully the confusion around that will lift and things we've muddled over through the summer will finally get somewhere with, and we can put things in the past. Gosh, I, you know, for for everybody living with various COVID restrictions
1: and life kind of turned upside down and no certainty and all of those things, that comes as a bit of a relief thinking that, okay, maybe we're going to get into a bit more of normalcy, whatever that looks like, and some certainty going forward.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on the 17th, Jupiter comes out of retrograde. It's been in for four months. Um, this is, you know, opportunities and blessings. And really for, the, for a collective, it's a renewed optimism and clarity. That's what I'm hoping for. It, Jupiter loves to expand. It loves to bring luck. Ooh, There's thunder in my background today. Um, <laughs> it, it just likes to expand whatever is going on. So it's expanded our frustrations in some ways over these last few months
1: mm-hmm. and when it's back forward does that mean that it can expand conversely in positive directions too yes. it expands what's there yes whatever there. out okay mm-hmm.
0: got mm-hmm. it um mercury retrograde then ends on the 18th so after our three weeks um it's interesting it went into the sign of libra right around the one degree mark um Anyway, we're going to be in Libra here for I think until the the middle of November so it's going to continue our communication is all going to continue to focus around this balance and harmony. Um, Just important to keep that in mind there's always a little bit of a shadow period period coming back out where we have to then crisscross what we've just done, but also. uh, As the planets go go direct they're almost at a standstill in the sky for a day or two, and so that just expands and it magnifies that energy even more. Just something to be aware of.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, because they've all been retrograde, that shift will feel significant. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. And then we move into Scorpio season on the 22nd. And I think Scorpio sometimes gets a bad rap. You know, it's a scorpion. Nobody's a huge fan of scorpions, (laughs) but it's a water sign. And all water signs even like cancer which is the crab the crustacean they have this external shell that keeps them safe because they're so emotional on the inside they're very in tune with their emotions and really assume the rest of us are as well even though we aren't (laughs) and sometimes change is hard for them it it almost builds up to a pressure point where they literally have to shed their skin and -hmm. continue on so The change and the frustration that sometimes comes in Scorpio season is that looking at the underbelly sort of of our personalities, it's finance, it's rebirth, it's evolution. It's a sign that's actually ruled by Pluto. So a lot of those similar qualities that we feel around Pluto, we feel around Scorpio season. And it's interesting, it's a time when we wanna go over our finances and get in touch with what we want. And it's kind of when we start shopping for Christmas and the holidays.
1: I always think of Scorpio as, um, you know, charisma even like, and I don't know if that's just something that I've picked up, but I've noticed that every Scorpio I know is highly passionate and charismatic
0: yes, and very fashion. sexual. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Not afraid to, to talk about the things that are taboo or off limits. Yes. They're really in touch with all those deeper internal psychological aspects more yes. so than the rest of us care to be sometimes, but yes, absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, are there, sorry, go ahead.
0: Oh, no, I was just gonna say that kind of rounds out the month. I mean, there are some um, some good days, some kind of wacky days, and I was gonna give you some dates around those as well. Um, the 3rd of October is gonna be kind of a, a beautiful day, it's an opportunity to feel very reflective and it should be a little bit easier for you to communicate. Um, your mindset will kind of get a boost with Jupiter there. so. Good for talking about things in the past and revisiting what lights you up. Um, On the fourth, we've got some wacky energy, uh, just kind of a technical glitch kind of day, I would call it. (laughs) Um, And then again, on the ninth, we have a day that's kind of a split personality, Um, wacky in the evening, a little decent in the morning, just be prepared that anything could go. You could have good vibes or you could have some kind of messy talks. Um, The 12th is a it's our first quarter moon in Capricorn and it's an opportunity to really think before you jump Um, just take the time to kind of slow down do the work that needs to happen in order to make things go ahead you can't get a shortcut essentially. Uh, The 15th is great for optimism this is a great day when the sun is going to be in harmony with Jupiter right so the your luck is going to meet the true essence of you. Um, great opportunity to get out there, do what lights you up and just have fun with it. Um, another kind of caution day would be the 21st, just sort of an opportunity to not press your luck. Mars, our planet of action is going to be in tension with Pluto. And this is similar in some ways to that full moon energy the day before. So it's really the 20th and the 21st together are just a little actions, you know, can start to feel aggressive and, Make sure that the change that you think you want is really warranted. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, be aware of others around you, too, because there's nothing like a full moon to yeah. encourage people to get a little, a little wacky. Yeah. <laughs> or toddlers to get a little loud. Or, exactly. Yeah, yes. All of the yes. things. All of the things. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, then the towards the end of the month, things sort of calm down. There's, you know, some good opportunities to, I think... This month, I noticed a lot of opportunity to go internally, get back in touch with your own daydreams, what lights you up on a personal level, and worry a lot less about what what's happened in the past and what's going to happen in the future. Just um, kind of stick with where you're at.
1: I think that's so great and I am so excited to hear that there's just so much optimism attached to October. And I think everybody needs that especially as we head into winter in the nor- northern hemisphere and after having the summer in the last 18 months that we've had in the September that felt like we were trudging through water. If you were to and I'm putting you on the spot so I apologize but if you were to <laughs> summarize the theme of October into a word or two how would you
0: describe it? Well, i'm gonna totally take the cheater way out and instead tell you what card i pulled because i think it's perfect okay
1: <laughs> perfect segue
0: um so side note i last night was having some kind of wacky dreams it I, it happens you know but i remembered specifically in the night dreaming twice about flamingos flamingos not really in my wheelhouse i don't have any in my yard it's not a thing So this morning I was reminded of it when I came in to work on this report and I thought, you know, I'm just going to pull the card from my deck and see what it means. And so from my animal deck, Flamingo Spirit, and this is amazing, I think this fits the month so perfectly, embrace the in-between. And the message is all about... You know, we can be sad and mourn the past and the way things have been and the way things were in, you know, 2019 feels like a lifetime away. And we can also, we've been in this ride of anxiety and not knowing what's coming and we're all beginning to feel just incredibly burnt out. Our nervous systems have taken a hit. And so instead of worrying about what's coming, know that we're okay, we're all held, we're safe, we have enough we're doing okay and to just embrace this moment right now the in-between
1: the in-between yeah and i i really feel like we are transitioning into a new phase Mm -hmm. we're coming out of the end of the phase that we were in and we're transitioning into something new and maybe i'll just go ahead and share the cards that i pulled Uh, And again, I shuffle and I wait to see what comes, but I could barely shuffle before four cards jumped out of the deck and I'll share what they were. um, And then I'll describe what their meaning was to me. So the first card I pulled is, and this is from uh, the angel tarot by Jane Wallace, the lovers, which is the angels of commitment. And it's about relationship, but more than that, it's about commitment to Any sort of venture that you have in life including you know personal professional all of the things the next card i pulled was called the star and that's the angel of hope and then the moon which is the angel of dreams and those are all major arcana which is a lot in a single pull and then the last card i pulled was the nine of cups which is blessings And for me, what this described is exactly what I was picking up intuitively around October related to the transition and the change and the idea of, you know, making that commitment to yourself about where do you want to go about reframing what things look like. And for some people, I truly do believe this is about relationships beginning and ending, I think, uh, with Mercury retrograde and Just the energy that I'm feeling that there is a component that really is related to to people in relationship and we are going to see a lot of relationships end, and a lot of relationships start, but more than that, as I was saying it's about. um, Your job it's about leaving jobs, perhaps it's about starting new ventures it's about really owning what it is that makes you happy and that could be related to any of those things and just making that commitment. Now the angel of hope is all about stepping into desire and owning where you want things to go and feeling hopeful. Like how long has it been since we felt hopeful? Yeah. Like that was, I read that card, just the word hope itself. And I almost got teary to be honest, because I thought what a concept hope. And I'm just going to take the time just to specifically read from this card because I think it's worth just sitting in this energy of hope that we have um, you know, dwindled our reserves of over the last 18 months. And the key words associated with it are opportunities, optimism, renewal, spiritual guidance, creativity, beauty, wishes, and healing, and the meaning. The angel of hope brings you hope and healing and a way to realize your dreams. Follow your intuition and you will discover the right path. Opportunities are coming your way. Choose those that will help you express yourself as you are now rather than as you once were. This card comes up in readings to show recovery from stress and new ideas emerging. It is also a spiritual card showing healing work and the need to share your work and gifts with those in need. So let your intuition guide you toward a path of healing and creativity. And the affirmation attached to this card is, I am inspired and fulfilled. And oh, don't we all need that?
0: That's beautiful. And this didn't even occur to me until you were talking, but Libra is also ruled by Venus and love. And so this idea of getting back in touch with our own inner creativity and just doing things that are beautiful for the sake of beauty, if it's painting, if it's listening to music, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Hope is attached to that for sure.
1: Yes. Hope. We all need a little bit more hope energy as a collective. Mm -hmm. Um, And the next card I pulled is the moon. It's the angel of dreams. And I think that's just letting yourself go into that space, that creativity, just as you were saying. Uh, So perfect segue and being in that energy of daydreaming and wistfulness. And we've all been stuck in this fight or flight pattern as we're reacting to all of the stimuli and change and fear. And we've slowly carved away both the hope and both the space that we have to be in dream and in, you know, just inspired, creative, because there hasn't been the time or the safety to give us the space for that. So it's creating that opportunity and tapping into the intuition that we all have and honoring it and trusting it. And knowing that it's safe, like that's what just keeps coming to me as I'm talking about it, feeling safe, letting that nervous system calm down after a really long 18 plus months now. So long. Yeah, I know. Um, and then, oh my gosh, the nine of cups, I'm not going to do it justice. So I'm going to read it to you because y'all need to hear this card. It's one of the best <laughs> cards in the deck. Um, and it's a great card. It's the, the card of blessings, abundance, rewards, and success. Your wishes come true when the nine arrives in a reading. Feeling blessed, you are successful and generous, sharing what you have with friends and family. If you've been trying to manifest a better life, this card reveals that you get your heart's desire. While you're euphoric, however, be sensitive to those who may find it difficult to accept your good fortune, particularly if they're struggling just now. But uh, but do count your blessings and focus on what you want next. Make a wish and your angels uh, uh, and ask your angels to help you make it a reality. And as you were talking about the astrology and Jupiter and all of this energy, even the scales, I think there will be some disparity around where people kind of resonate with how we recalibrate on those scales. And it is a great message that this is a great time to succeed beyond your wildest dreams but to continue to hold compassion for others who might not just be there yet. Um, But yes, dreams are coming true. And as someone who works in the energy of manifestation, this was basically a manifestation pull around setting intention, doing the work and like embracing it and then action. And lastly, you know, outcome. So I was like, okay, that's a little coincidental. No one's going to believe that I really pulled this. So then I went to another card deck and I was like, okay. Help me verify because, of course, you know I just need to validate a thousand times to believe all this great stuff. Um, it's funny I was posting today. I posted something on Instagram where it's like you hear a, like verification a thousand times, and we dismiss it each thousand times. We hear one criticism, we're like, "Yeah, no, that's right." Um, but, that's the one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I did. So I pulled from another deck called Earth Magic by Stephen Farmer, and I got the full moon, which is completion. Mm. Which is all about a cycle ending and starting anew, stepping into a a, a new stage, a new phase. And that just reconfirmed this reading in a nutshell, and also a lot of what you were saying today. So, again, I feel different words, similar meaning. And what I love about these different modalities is that something that you say, or something that I say, or one modality or another is going to resonate. It's saying the same things, but it's just helping people arrive in the way that makes sense to them. So it's nice to verify and compare the two different modalities.
0: Yes, I totally agree. I always love when your card poll matches so well. It was beautiful. <laughs> I do want to note that, you know, with this optimism, it's the idea that we can't bypass the work. We're going to have, especially the first about week of the month. Um, Chiron, which is the asteroid of our wounded healer, Mm -hmm. we're going to have some aspects to it that are going to make it feel a little bit like somebody's putting a sharp stick in your wound (laughs) and testing you a little bit. But it's important to remember, okay, I've reacted X every time this has happened. This time, I'm going to react to Z. I'm going to do something different this time. And just even to be aware of how you're being triggered and to make sure that what you're outputting is in some way just even one percent different if we can shift that mindset even one percent things will start to move so i i think we're we're rounding some corners i think we're making progress i think there's hope and optimism and luck and all sorts of beauty coming but i think we have to remember we've done 18 months worth of work and it wasn't for nothing yes
1: yeah no i totally agree and in in The manifestation theory that I teach, that is definitely the shadow period and it's the unblocking that we need to do. And sometimes it's even um, what I call sort of uh, you know, when you're hitting rock bottom right before the manifestation happens, and it's like the magnetism of the opposite energy of where you're trying to go and you release because you do the work of unblocking and being ready to receive, and you just catapult forward. And that was the imagery with the arrow being pulled back, the planet shifting from retrograde to moving back forward or direct. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Venus
0: and Sagittarius. Yes, that's wonderful.
1: But yeah, there's work. Mm -hmm. Great things happen, but it takes, you know, significant work and it's going to be hard, but hard isn't necessarily bad. Yeah, totally. Thank you for bringing that up because it isn't all just sunshine and rainbows. (laughs)
0: It's a little bit of work
1: involved too.
0: We want it to just be crystals and shiny things and all the fun things. (laughs) I I know, yeah, I feel like we deserve
1: it. We've earned it and I think we are gonna get there. Oh, thank you so much. This was um, just what my heart and soul needed today. September has been long and I was just, I don't know, extra giddy to see you today as you know. (laughs)
0: Excited. The feelings mutual. Yeah, I was excited too. It's um, I think we're rounding some corners, and I just love sharing with you and seeing what you come up with as well. And yeah, I'm thankful for all the listeners, and thank you for having me.
1: Yes, and if people want to work with you, or follow you,
0: or find you, what's the best way? Um, my primary hangout is Instagram. Um, my handle is Emily and her stars. You can find me there. And yeah, I just love hanging out and meeting people. So send me a DM if you're up for a reading or a chat. Awesome. Thank you, Emily. And
1: thank you to everybody for listening and spending one of your most valuable commodities with us your time. Emily will be back next month uh, with more information and we'll reflect on how October went. But as the month is, is progressing, if you've listened to this and something is resonating, I would offer that feel free to give Emily and I a shout out and let us know how this this is vibing with your own experience because it's really helpful to know what resonates and what doesn't so uh, we'd love to hear from you and know know how this is landing so thanks again and as always we hope you're flourishing lately i'm gonna let it shine this little
0: Yeah.